Hey, how's it going? This is Dan Wynn. And Mike Glassby. And this is the Military Cashflow Podcast, where we teach service members how to build wealth and create passive cash flow through real estate. We cover real deals, real numbers, and real lessons learned from other successful investors. Now, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening on the podcast, we need you to like, share, and subscribe. Now, let's get started creating this military cash flow. What's going on, guys? This is Dan Wynn and Mike Glassby, and welcome to the Military Cash Flow. And today we're going to be talking about why cash is king. All right, look, so many people have said this in the past, either overuse it or they change it. They say cash is no longer king. They say credit is king. <laughs> Borrowed money is king. Or if you listen to Grant Cardone, he says cash flow is king, right? And that, that's a good statement. I actually really like that statement. But we have to understand why cash is king, especially during times as volatile as we've recently seen. All right. Most people do not have cash on hand. The average American actually has less than $5,000. So some about 80% of the Americans have less than $5,000 in their saving account. That means that literally in two, three, four months worth of expenses for the average sized family, they wouldn't be able to last. They'd be done. In a situation where you lose your job and you have less than 5,000 in the bank account, I want, I want you all out there right now to be real. Ask yourself, do you have 5,000 in the bank account? If you don't, then I'm really talking to you. I'm really talking to you. Think about how much stress you put on yourself and on your family, right? That cash at that point in time that would buy you everything, right? That'd buy you freedom. It'd buy you food. It'll buy you rent. You see what I'm saying? So at that point in time, it truly is king. It's running the show. But more so than that, more so than just having the reserves aside just so you can live, what about your assets? One of the biggest things that we looked at during the last huge crisis in 2008 was when that mortgage, you know, mortgage-backed security, yeah, 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 we know that people had loans way above their head that they could ever afford. But when the times got tough, they couldn't continue to make the payments if renters weren't paying, right? Or if they lost their job, which most of them did. And we kind of saw some of that same situation with the stimulus package and everything else up as a recent one, right? So you got to have that excess cash to kind of help float it a little bit. If you don't have cash that's readily available, then again, just like in your personal situation, your business will falter as well. But Mike, I'm in the military. I get paid on the 1st and 15th. What the hell do I need extra reserves for? Come on, man. Everybody says that. 1st and 15th. You know what? Thank you for your service. And you are one of the very lucky few that have that federal back security. But as soon as that's gone, what are you going to do next? But not only that, like, it, you know, a lot of people, um, a lot of service members are married, right? A lot of, if you're listening to this, a lot of our service members, that, at least our audience base, right? They tend to be a little bit older. Um, they tend to have families, right? So their wives, sometimes, most times their wives are working as well. Their significant other is working. Um, and if, if, let's say your wife get laid, gets laid off, yes, you are protected as a military service member. For the most part, I mean, you really got to do some, you really got to, in my opinion, you really got to try to get kicked out of the army. Um, so 
yet for the most part, I think in the military, you're, you're likely protected for the most part. Yeah, you're, you're, you have a, a very good sense of job security. But in times of, that we're kind of going through right now, and we're, we're thinking it's a bearish market, there's gonna, there might be a uh, recession, there might be, you know, um, softening in the markets, right? Your wife's job might be at risk. So not having that, that, that cash readily available or not having those reserves, at least some kind of savings, um, that's going to really hurt you because if your wife's bringing in a third of your income, you know, you do your, you do your budget right now and, and see how you, how you would survive with a third less of the money that you're making. Right. So that's just something to consider. I don't think a lot of people uh, are really thinking about that as far as, you know, we talk about cash is king and why it's important to have reserves and why it's important to have, you know, three months worth of savings and cash set aside. Um, it's, it's almost I'm not gonna say it's a during this pandemic. Right. Everything's basically been shut and shut down for three months. Right. And that three months worth of savings would definitely help get you through. Right. So. Um, so yeah, that's just something to think about. And, and then you hit the nail on the head because that's actually a really good point. A lot of people don't consider, um, I guess, their lifestyle choices, right? Right. So, so people now, they're living not necessarily within their means, but within their comfort zone, right? Yeah. So yeah, above their means, but in their comfort zone. It's comfortable to have the Netflix, the Hulu, the Disney Plus. It's comfortable to have the, uh, you know, whatever, go out to eat three, four times a week. And yes, you can afford that with both incomes coming in. You're exactly right. If you have a clear financial picture, if you have a very clear financial picture of where you guys are, what your monthly expenses are, what your monthly income is, then you can quickly decide, all right, in order for me to survive three months, what type of reserves do I need? And more so than ever, guys, it's more of a survival thing. Why would you put that? If it's you and you're a single person living by yourself, you can live a little bit rougher than, than most people. But if you got a family, you got kids, you have assets that you have to take care of, as a responsible person and as a responsible business owner, you should be prepared you know, for the upcoming events. Now let's say all this kind of flows over, flows by and you just survived, you barely scraped by, and then opportunity came in abundance. That's the big, that's the big one. And talk, talk to that, please. Talk yeah. to that. Now, if you don't have nothing, because guys, we saw it. We saw it after the last, uh, you know, oh, places foreclosed. It took a couple years, 12, 18 months, 24 months. And then the market was flooded with opportunity. But there was a lot of people who couldn't take advantage of it because they didn't have anything. Right. So an opportunity like this. Yeah, you need enough money to survive. Yep. Cash is there. You need enough money to survive. But now I need money to take, you know, take a, a hold of this opportunity. I need to take advantage of this. There's going to be opportunities now that you've never seen before in the stock market to invest at ridiculously discounted prices. We know where they're going back up. We know this, right? And everybody says, oh, I wish I would have invested back when. Well, if you're liquid, you have the opportunity to. Right? Are you going to see properties? You can you can stop them from going into foreclosure. You can buy great discounted deals on properties. Maybe you can buy a business right now that's failing and they just want to get out of it. Maybe you can buy a business at a discounted rate. But the only way you can do that is with cash, and that's why cash is king right now. So important to know. And and to just touch, this is uh, we're talking about cash and 
cash is king, but we're also touching on reserves just a little bit as well. And I just want to touch a little bit on those because <clears throat> you just mentioned it about uh, you can keep your home from being foreclosed on, right? Um, and you can continue to pay your mortgage payment, right? With this pandemic, this is another thing that, that a lot of landlords are going through right now. Um, they are, let's say they have a they have a four unit home, or let's just say they have a single family home and they're collecting, um, they're collecting fifteen hundred dollars in rent, and they have a thousand. Their mortgage is only a thousand dollars, right? So that's five hundred dollars cash flow. Well, a lot of these landlords out there are literally keeping all five hundred dollars. They're not, they're not putting any amount aside. They're not saving any for vacancy. They're not saving anything for maintenance. They're not saving anything for you know for um, capex or any any extenuating circumstance that would that would happen kind of like what we're experiencing right now. Um, if you have that cash available, or if you're taking some of those reserves and you're setting it, setting it aside, um, you can keep that money and, and that could help you through times like what we're going through right now. Um, I, I, I don't know about you, Mike, but I mean, I put 25, about 25 to 30% of my income, my rental income goes towards reserves, whether it be vacancy, CapEx, maintenance. Um, that's really, that's really about it. But about 25 to 30% of my, my income goes towards literally just kind of setting it to the side. And then after that, when you subtract my, my pity, my principal interest tax and insurance, and then my, um, well, after you subtract that and then my, uh, property management fee, that's the cash flow that I'm left with. So when we analyze these deals, that's, that's what we're really, really looking at. So I do something very, very similar. Matter of fact, what I like to do is I, I typically look on my cash on cash return just to see what my cash flow will be based on the money that I put in. But I actually take 100% after pity and I put it into reserves until I reach a certain threshold of reserve requirement. And so for me, I have a certain dollar amount per door that I need to be at a reserve before I can take anything excess, right? And then from that point, I simply just take the excess and I'll put it into another property. And that's how I was able to scale so quickly. Uh, and it's almost very similar. And I know that we, we have a video out there about budgeting as well, or, or we'll, we'll have one coming up. But essentially, in my mind, when I look at the military paycheck, just for example, do you have your base pay? Then you have your uh, housing then you have your supplement pay, then you might have some special duty pay, but I literally look at all of those as additional pays and I try to live my life off of my base pay. That's when, when, when I was in. And so if you can live your life off your base pay as you begin to scale in income and scale in rank and start to get these pay raises, if you could have lived off that base pay, keep, keep your ass living off that base pay. And that's how you get that excess money to invest. And it's the same thing with, with, this, with these portfolios. Why cash is king? Why you, know, you have so much more power when you have cash? It's just because you were disciplined from the beginning and how you managed your cash, how you managed your income and how you managed your expenses. And therefore you were more liquid than your competitor. And now you're just having more opportunities come to you at that time. Excellent. 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 I like that. That I, I do the same, the same thing. I keep two months, you know, two months and then I start saving the 25% aside. Same thing. That's awesome. Awesome. Excellent. Excellent information. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that's, uh, it's about it about cash the king, unless you got anything else. No, that's it, man. We just got to drive it home guys. Like yes, cash flow is very important. It is very important, but just understand the power of having cash. I mean, Oh man, when you have that liquidity, you can breathe. You are not stressed, right? When, when opportunities come, great, you can take advantage. And then when bad times come, 
you're safe. You have that that veil. So uh, you know, just remember, just remember, like it's 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 uh, cash is king. Cash is king. All right, and so that pretty much wraps it up. So if you guys are watching this on YouTube, you already know what to do. Go ahead and subscribe and hit the thumbs up button. That really helps us out there. And if you guys are listening to us on Facebook or on podcast, leave us the five-star review. And if you guys are not yet a member of our community on Facebook, Military Cashflow, please go and join. Right now, we're a little over 330 service members who are all varying uh, differences as far as their experience, but they're all contributing and helping each other learn and grow. Building cash flow. Hey, with that, this is Dan Wynn. And Mike Glassby. Signing off.